0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Treg Talks, the podcast that gives me the opportunity to talk to you about life in those sometimes very dark, difficult, and even dangerous places we often find ourselves in. Very real danger. Danger? Ha. I walk on the wild side. I laugh in the face of danger. <laughs> if that's you with the Simba Syndrome, then listen up as Treg Talks. So what danger are we going to talk about today? It's the danger of not evangelicalism, but exangelicalism. You're like, Craig. what in the world are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about people who are walking away from the faith. People who at one time were outgoing, vivacious Christians who are now turning their back on God, turning their back on everything they've ever been taught, turning their back on everything they have ever learned. It truly is sad as we're seeing this happen and this ex-evangelical movement taking place. And this movement is motivating people. So today I want to ask you a question, you know, what is it that motivates you? And, and social media has really opened up a wide door of opportunity for people to come on and give their opinions or give their take of things. And some of them are right in what they are saying. We have, you know, the Young Baptist, we have Bible Belt Satire, um, we have Recovering Fundamentalist. And, and these are just a few of the social media platforms that exist today causing, you know, a stir among the older generation you know we they feel like they are under attack and and honestly the way some of these guys define fundamentalism is not the way others define fundamentalism and i i have no problem with these young guys voicing their opinion i really don't have a problem with these old guys saying what they're saying even though sometimes some of this gets out of hand um Not too long ago, an older pastor tweeted um, in regard to one of these groups. These young men just need to follow the older generation and stop asking questions and follow them. Whoa, okay, that is the reason why these other podcasts exist. We don't need to have another generation of the blind who have followed the blind. It's okay to think through things. It's okay to have our own opinion. It's okay to see things differently and to do our own thing we we don't have to fit into a mold or into a club to glorify god in our lives or in our ministries and i'm afraid many have gone astray or left the faith because of this mentality do as i say not necessarily as i do but again personally i don't feel these young men and women are necessarily wrong and what they are doing. Nor do I feel that they they should follow blindly and not ask any questions those who have gone before them. This group is simply forming an audience of followers who have really experienced some of the same things they are experiencing. For instance, I host a podcast called Art of the Assistant, and that podcast is going directly to assistant pastors. And it was started na- mainly you know, as a platform for me just to share a number of lessons I learned in the assistant pastor ministry for over 16 years, some good, some bad. I did it so I can encourage those other assistant pastors who might find themselves in the same situation that I had found myself in, or maybe they can heed the warnings that I'm giving so if they see something brewing, they can think, oh, wait a second, I remember hearing a podcast about this. And I'm just simply doing this to help and to share my experiences. And I, I think that many of them are too. But these men, these women, they've not denied the faith, they've not denied Christ, they've not denied the church. We'll all be in heaven together with them one day. And when we're in heaven together with them one day, believe it or not, they're not going to have a corner of heaven for the Baptist and a corner of heaven for the fundamentalist and and a corner of heaven for those who wear ties and those who don't wear ties and those who have guitars on their stage and those who have worship leaders on their stage and those who have a good old-fashioned song leader. It doesn't matter, all right? And and there's no mansions for the uh, people who don't and no mansions for people who do. That's not it. And and it's not this group that causes me alarm or it's a danger. Okay, it, it is the young group that are calling themselves ex-vangelical. This group of men and women who have left the church that's breaking my heart today. This group who have left all forms of religions. And it seems to me that this group have not only left a formal religion, They've left the gospel. They've left the God of heaven. They've left the Jesus that we know, and they're following false teaching of their own hearts and ways. You say, okay, Trig. So, what is a definition of an exvangelical? I mean, who are? These people, listen, you can hashtag it on Twitter. There's so many posts there. If you want to look it up on Wikipedia, it's going to tell you that ex-evangelical is a social movement of people who have left evangelicalism, especially white evangelical churches in the United States, for atheism, agnosticism, progressive Christianity, or any other religious belief or lack thereof. The number of people who have fallen into this is astronomical, really. And some of the most popular ones of the day is Joshua Harris, who wrote a book "I Kiss Dating Goodbye." Um, a famous singer with DC Talk has recently tweeted he's done with evangelicalism and he was wrong. You see, it's it's this state of non-religion um, that these men and women are following. And it's it's alarming because it's not a religion. They're not recovering fundamentalist. Okay, these people are following another gospel. Okay, this this is not. Christ. This is another Christ. This is leaving God altogether. This is just forsaking everything they've ever learned and following a lie that's not the truth. This is a denying of the faith. And when I hear stories like this and and see people posting this with their hashtags, you know, it just makes me wonder how someone can go from singing, I'm a Jesus freak, to to following a fake Jesus or making someone or something else the God of their lives. Some will say it's because, you know, that he was a CCM band that this happened. But I think we all know people in a band or not who were one time in church, who were one time seemed to be on fire for God, who are now an exvangelical, who would now have walked away from the church, who have now walked away from God. So the question I have is this: how does this happen okay how how do people go from where they were kissing dating goodbye or singing jesus freak or or serving in the youth group to becoming an agnostic or an atheist listen if if we knew um that would be wonderful. If I knew exactly how to diagnose this, that would be perfect. Obviously, I don't. But just let me give you a few warnings about some dangerous paths that we can follow to help us keep from going that direction, but also give us a heart for those who have. Number one, the first danger in becoming ex evangelical is this that we become horizontal in our thinking, right? We lose track of the main thing and as soon as I take my eyes off of Jesus or the cross and I put them on men I'm in trouble and this was exactly what was happening in the church of Corinth and that's why Paul came out talking about Christ and and the cause of Christ because they had lifted up man and one worshiped Paul one followed Apollos and one followed Peter and one followed Jesus and they got their eyes on this horizontal thinking. And I think what happens is these people walk away from the faith. They're putting their eyes on man. And yes, man is going to fail. Yes, we are going to make mistakes. No, we are not perfect by any means or stretch of the imagination. And either are you or neither are they. But because man has failed, they feel like that faith has failed or God has failed or church has failed. And because of that, then they've just turned their backs on the truth. And other than man, sometimes we focus ourselves on the man ourselves. And we put our focus on our feelings and we put our focus on you know, what we think and and how we interpret things. And and a very well-known pastor today, Josh Howard, he's a pastor of a, a very large church in Texas. Man, he found himself in a place where he was ready just to jump the ship and just put faith away and be done with everything. But it was through counseling that he realized that it wasn't the church and faith that let him down and and destroyed him it was people in the church and we've got to be careful not to lump the whole into the few and i think that's what happens with these evangelicals: is they've allowed the few to let them down and it wasn't the church number two why people leave and we have evangelicalism today is because of the word hypocrisy you know everybody is a hypocrite and everybody that taught me everything was saying not to do this while they were doing this behind closed doors and they were saying that you know homosexual homosexuals are going to hell while they're molesting children in their offices listen i get it that is that is if these guys are even saved which i doubt they are there's going to be you know special places in hell for people like this this is utmost hypocrisy. This is disgusting. And how how men and women could do this to children is I, I have no idea. It's totally and completely of the devil. But that's not the church, and that's not the teaching of the church. Again, that's men. And hypocrisy is one of those things, too, that if we're not careful, we can just lump the whole into that. You know, the church is full of hypocrisy hypocrites yeah and it's full of sinners and we're just trying to do the best we can to continue on in the faith and i think that even in the midst of hypocrisy these people have at least had to know one or two who were genuine in their faith i remember sitting with a a guy that just Man, he had no respect for Christians at all. And he said, out of all the Christians I know and I've been around, I could name two who are actually genuine. Well, praise the Lord for the two, right? And and there's more than two, but those were the two he could think about. And hypocrisy has led others to walk away from the faith or maybe it's become an excuse not to even go to church or to lose faith in church as a whole but again these are just a few in in the midst of the whole and again these few it's it's the few in many times our part of the country western christianity man let's let's get on a plane and let's fly to india and let's fly to iran and let's fly to jordan and and let's go to cambodia and let's go to these underground churches in china where people are risking their lives for the faith where people are putting everything on the line for christ are they hypocritical in what they're doing right are 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 they hypocrites in their in in their talk and their walk listen if you're tired of the western church let's go to the 1040 window to the eastern (laughs) church and let's get your christianity developed there Man, we we've we've got an issue. I know, but hypocrisy is not a reason for you to walk out of the faith. Number three, I think some of these quote unquote evangelical believers joined a hype and not Christ. You know, they they jumped on a bandwagon. They they jumped in this group at college they they jumped in with this group of friends they jumped into this bible study they they jumped into um, chi alpha or whatever it is and they love the experience they love the people around them they love the hype that came with being different and and proclaiming to be a christian and identifying as a christian but in their hearts and their lives they never accepted christ They never took up their cross and followed him. They followed them. And they've not had a personal relationship with Jesus. They've never in their lives come to a place where they've accepted Christ. And it's so important if you're listening this morning or this afternoon or this evening or tonight that you've never accepted Christ that, that maybe you're in church or, or maybe you're, you're in a group or maybe you're in a study group of Christians and everybody thinks that, that you're one of them and you know inside you're not. Quit living the lie. Man, commit to Christ. Become a follower, not of man, because man will let you down, but become a follower of Christ. Four, another reason I think people are easily walking away from the faith is because they were hearing with the ear but not believing with their hearts they were they were hearing the word of god but they were not accepting the word of god they they were being taught god's word but but they were not taking it and applying it to their lives james says they were hearers of the word but not a doer And if I hear and I hear and I hear and I do not take what I'm hearing and apply it to my life, if I'm reading the Bible just to get through it and I'm not taking it, allowing the Spirit of God to make it real with me, then it's just words on a page. Then it's just a proclamation from a pulpit. It's not personal. And if it's not personal, Okay, then it's going nowhere. And it's going to be easy for me to walk away from that because I've never truly experienced the Spirit of God taking the Word of God and, and allowing it to move in and through my life. I've not believed the Word and allowing the Word to change me. And let me tell you, this is so hard to watch. To watch friends, to watch family members, some of you parents to watch your children walk away from the faith, and maybe you have young children in your home. Listen, make sure it's an authentic, make sure it's a real faith that you're proclaiming. Make sure what they see on Sunday is also what they see on Monday. Make sure that that God is not just a a subject in your home but God is real and as your children put their eyes on themselves or put them eyes on man make sure you're helping them to look up to God and and realize that Man, this is a battle that we are in. And this is a battle that your children are going to face one day. And we've got to build them up in the faith. We've got to allow them to see a God that is real. And and we've got to let them know that even as parents, we're going to fail. I don't know how many times I apologize to my kids for stupid stuff I've said or done. And, And we need to let them know that we are human, that we are going to fail. But only God will not fail. Exvangelical. I trust if I'm talking to one right now that you'll turn back not to man but to Christ the God man. I I trust that you know that man there's there's no judgment zone here. I get it and I've seen it happen. But but listen, one day we're going to have to stand before our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And man will let you down, but God will not let us down. I've, I've seen God work in and through my life. I've experienced him, and I'm telling you, you can too if you make it personal. And if you're listening and you're struggling right now with, with something that's happened or something that's going on in your life, remember, man is not perfect. And man is going to fail, but God cannot fail you. He is there. Our God is a good God. So exvangelical, if that's a new term for you, I don't want it to be because it's not new. Like I said, it's been around for about six years and we just need to make sure that we are genuine and that we are real in our faith. Hey, thank you for listening to Trade Talks. I hope that this has been a warning for you of some dangers that are out there and help prepare you and the next generation for the battles that are to come.